Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for being here today for another episode of Meredith with a Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits, and I am super excited to be here today to talk to you about anger. Yes, yes, yes. Anger, anger, anger. That beautiful word that we all get and we all encompass and we all own that doesn't exist. It's all a lie. Yep, yep, yep. It's all a lie. You really aren't angry. Angry is just a manifestation of other emotions. I know this is crazy. I know. I hear you. I see you looking at me sideways through that phone or wherever you're listening to this. I see it. I see you. I roll. Oh, what's she going to talk about today? What do you mean anger doesn't exist? I know it does because I'm pissed right now, right? What the heck is she talking about today? Well, guess what I'm talking about today is that anger, to me, from what I have seen, is the result of emotions. It is the culmination. It's the effect. It's the outpour. It's the the expression of a just ton of other stuff under the surface, and it expresses as anger, just as much as stuff under the surface expresses itself as happiness. Happiness is just the result. It's the expression. It's what you see and how you kind of feel on the outside, if you will, from everything that's going on under the surface. Happiness and anger are kind of on the surface. They're what we see and feel on the skin, on your face. It's the end, end game of what's been going on. And so today I'm going to talk about anger because I'm going to reach my hand down inside of you and we're going to shake it out so that from here on out for the rest of your life, for the rest of your days, you're never going to feel angry again without taking the steps forward to find out what is actually going on inside of you. Because it's super, super important. It's super important to go one more step and one more step and say, what am I really feeling here? Because I will tell you right now, if you do this, you will begin to live and learn and be authentic. You will have authentic relationships. You will be your authentic self. Because to me... Happiness, but more importantly, anger, are scapegoats for what's going on. It's kind of the bullshit. It's the fake bag, right? It's the it's the mock shoe leather, whatever. And yes, I appreciate vegan leather, whatever. I'm in it. I get it. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about, it's I want you to be authentic because when you get authentic, you heal. Feels good. Get in there. Find out what's really going on. And the reason I know that this works is because I do it all the time. 
when I want to kill my husband or a family member or a friend, I pause. I pause. I wait. And then I go, but what are you really feeling? What's really going on? What did he really do? What's the button he's really pushing? Because it's really never anger. Anger's the the volcanic explosion at the end of abandonment, betrayal, despair, discouragement, rejection, feeling taken for granted. Holy shit, people. Those are the emotions. That's what's really in there. You spend three hours making, you know, dinner or decorating the house for Christmas, and everyone just walks in, sits down, eats, takes 10 minutes. No one gives a crap that you just spent 5,000 hours decorating the Christmas tree, and the whole house looks yada. And everyone just assumes, well, this is what she does. You spend your days and nights studying for tests. You get your report card. It's all A's, and everyone just kind of like, oh, that's nice. Granted, it's for yourself. Granted, the trees for yourself, you're also eating the dinner, but there's still that feeling inside of you that says, for the love of Pete and all that is holy, can someone just acknowledge it? Can you see me? Remember that see me? Because I'm coming back to it. I do a practice in my work. I have called it emotional release. And it comes from The Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. It's a $14 book. You can get it on Amazon. I highly recommend it. And what it talks about in this book and what I do is trapped emotions. And what trapped emotions are is an emotion, anything in life. We've talked about this before. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I think it was like episode one of this series Everything in life, every part of your body, every word is frequency. And so when we are around a negative situation, a positive situation, people, whatever it is, and we have an emotion, and I'm going to come back to this later when it comes to success, so stay with me, it creates a frequency, it is a frequency in our body, and It's a living, breathing thing, this emotion is. And so when it's become so profound of an experience that it creates a memory, it becomes a part of us, like a liver or a heart or a memory or a sadness or whatever. And so what happens is it stays with us and it becomes its own entity that has an energetic frequency to it. And that frequency continues to attract its like. So when you see someone who dates the same person over and over again, or constantly has crappy relationships or bad jobs or can't get their, you know, health together or whatever, you just see them repeating the same patterns. A lot of times it's because of the fact that they have this these emotions trapped inside of them that is creating a magnetic, like-attracts-like experience, result. 
And so what this this practice does is it uses your main meridian line to release these emotions and the body heals like an onion. So it's one at a time so that they're gone forever. And I have found this to be one of the most important practices that I do for not only myself, but for clients because of the fact that once we start to see what the heck is going on and hey, gee, you, you know, you you created this heart wall to protect yourself from your abusive mother. And unfortunately, now you're just attracting abusive relationships or abusive women into your life. And and you're, you're, that's where this pattern is coming from. It also answers a lot of questions. This is this is all energy, guys. This is all energy. This is all law of attraction. This is uh, meridian lines like you see in acupuncture and acupressure. This is all in the same boat. This is nothing new. This is all there, okay? I just happened to do mine long distance over the phone. You can go online, Google the emotion code chart, and print that out. Print that out today, this week, whenever you have time. Print out the emotion code chart. You can find it on the internet. It's a piece of paper. You'll see it. It's it's a chart of three columns and six rows. And it breaks it down into column A, column B, and the physical manifestation of where those emotions are usually found. So that's background, okay? That's background. And so in this practice of working with the emotion code and clients for, I've been doing the emotion code for probably eight years now. And I do it for myself. I do it for clients, family, it doesn't matter. I have never one time, even though it's on the chart, row four, column A, anger, liver, and gallbladder, I have never released anger from one person, and that's because I truly believe that it's just actually a result of all of the other negative emotions. It's a result, a culmination. It's the expression of all the other negative trapped emotions. And so when I go there, when I get angry, when I see anger in other people, be it my children or friends, what I see is, is, is past the anger. What I see and look for in myself is to go deeper than the anger. That's the easy stuff. That's, that's the base, basic bitch stuff. That's some ranch dressing right there. That's a Starbucks pumpkin pie spice. That's basic. I'm angry. No, you're not. You're not angry at all. You feel helpless. You feel insecure, unsupported, worthless, overwhelmed. Anger is just what you're showing. Anger is what you're giving to me. Anger is what you're giving to me because you refuse to go deeper and tell me what you're really feeling, how I really failed, how you're really insecure, what really happened here. And so what you're giving me is the cheap stuff. You're giving me the cheap stuff. And so we're never going to go anywhere with that. I'm never going to go anywhere if I just think I'm happy or angry or sad. Those are basic. That's ranch dressing, people. Let's go a little bit, uh, a little bit farther. Let's find out what's actually in there. Let's go in there and see what's happening. Because that's when we start to make change. 
and realize that we're more than just angry, happy, joyful, sad individuals. And there is way more going on. And then you can have really great conversations. And when you go to your spouse, your friend, your loved one, your partner, your family member, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, and you go, my God, I feel so abandoned when you invited everyone to that party but me. I just, I felt such rejection versus, I'm so angry at you. You didn't invite me to your party. And the call. I mean, who cares if you're angry? Whatever. Okay, I'm sorry you're angry, right? That's the worst apology. I'm sorry you're angry. But if you come to them and you have real emotion, you really go in there and go, wow, I felt super, super jealous that I couldn't come because I wasn't invited. And I didn't like feeling that way. I feel so much creative insecurity over what I'm doing, and it's causing me to feel super nervous. And so I'm more high-strung than normal because I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm super afraid to fail. Wow. You feel that? You feel how the difference is there? You feel the difference between I'm angry and creative insecurity vulnerability, hopeless. That's real stuff. That's getting in there. And truly communicating what is happening. So when you go to be angry with someone and you're about to express anger with someone, just realize that you're just, you know, you're just BS. You're that's garbage. You're not doing it. You're not doing your job. You're not showing up for yourself. You're not showing up for yourself. You're not showing up for them. You're not showing up for the relationship. And you're just, you're, you're, this is nonsense. You're wasting everyone's time because it's not real. So in my opinion, anger doesn't exist. It's just an expression. It's just not, it's just, it's just loud. It's just bubbling. It's a bubbling of what's in there. And when you get angry, nine times out of the ten, it's because you're expecting something from someone and they didn't deliver. You have unreasonable or unattainable or unmet expectations of the world around you. Again, something you can't control. And then they disappoint you. And now you're, quote, angry. Because you assumed something that wasn't real. Their unfulfilled ideas and wishes of the world that surrounds you. It's offended. It's being offended. What a waste of time. Using the world around you to create your experience. Do you use the world around you to create your experience? That is some thin ice to walk on, people. If you use the world to create your experience and be offended 
or happy or sad or angry or disappointed by people? Humans? Have you been alive long? Do you see what's going on out there? Your inner guidance, your inner self, your inner emotion code, your inner sniffer of the world and where you sit on it, where you sit on that scale, that spectrum of contentment, dude, that's got to come from inside. Because if you're looking on the outside, if you're looking for the world to show up and fix itself to make you happy, that's going to be a long life. You're going to be very unhappy. You're going to be bitter and have resentment. And you're going to be peeved because everyone's human. And that's just where we are. You can't expect, I mean, you can, but it's not going to go very well. You can't expect the world to complete you. I mean, what a disservice that that movie did. Jerry Maguire, you complete me? Holy crap. What a nightmare. Probably created a decade or two of bad relationships. Women and men out there thinking that someone's going to complete their bullshit. No one's going to complete you. You have to be a whole person. No one's completing anybody. The only thing that someone might complete in mind is a sentence, and even that, good luck. So if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're going to the world here, people, and you're angry, that shit inside of you that's got to be cleaned up. Get the rotor rooter Get it out. Fix it. Go deep. Figure out what those buttons are. Figure out why you have anger and resentment and why you're using the world to, to be a caliber, a catalyst, a fixer, a, a whatever, to complete you or make you happy. No one can make you happy now. Granted, people can drive you absolutely bananas. But that's your fault that you're surrounding yourself with knuckleheads. No one's making you. That's a choice. If you if you have people surrounding you and it's been like, I don't know, a long time and they're still there and you've not done anything to fix it and create healthy boundaries, another episode in the future. It's on you. If you hang around turds, that's on you. So this all comes back to you. Every bit of it. And and don't tell me, well, you don't understand, Meredith. Oh, I do. I understand completely. I've been on this planet for 48 years. I understand a lot. And don't get me wrong. I got tons to learn. But I'll tell you right now, my husband starts making me sick. I'm out. This is a choice. I have a choice to be in this relationship. I have a choice to have these friends. I have a choice to call my family. And I have to. I re-up another conversation. Stop making excuses about how the world's making you sick because you're making yourself sick. And it's coming out as anger. It's coming out because you are not living your authentic life. You're lying to yourself and you're blaming the world. Holy shit. Stop blaming the world for your anger. I watched a show last night. It was the Real Housewives of uh, Salt Lake City. And this woman was going completely psychotic. 
at this party. Like she had lost her ever loving mind on like by the end of the show, like three women on on this episode. And I love the Real Housewives because I think people are fascinating. And as while I'm watching this happen, this woman crying and I mean, she's had her hair and makeup done. The outfit, I can't even imagine what it costs. She's at this great party with all of her friends. And instead, she's sitting in the corner losing her shit. And I said to my husband at that moment, I go, she's not mad at any of these people. She hates her life and she's pissed at her husband because he never comes to anything and she lives her life by herself. Fast forward 10 minutes in the show. She's on there talking about how her husband doesn't show up for anything and he even didn't come to her father's funeral. I mean, people, this is 101, guys. If you have anger, that's because that is living in you and you are not living your authentic life and you are not handling your crap. You're feeling taken for granted. You're, you're feeling heartache, insecurity, vulnerable, lost, betrayal, abandonment, worry. This is the list, guys. Go print it out. See, hey, what am I really feeling? Because it's coming out as anger towards the whole world. I've got road rage. I'm pissed at the barista at Starbucks. I'm angry at the world. I hate everybody. Yeah, because you're not living your authentic life. You're living for your parents, for your friends. You're living for your spouse. You're living for your kids. You're not coloring your hair pink, whatever the hell it is. Your pants are too tight and you're wearing underwire bras. I don't know what your, what your garbage is. I don't know what's in there. But if you're pissed, if you're coming out as angry, and that's all it is, it's coming out. That's coming. I want you to imagine every time you're angry, I want you to imagine it. You're just vomiting. It's just a big vomit of, of bleh. It's, it's, there's not anger. There's no anger. I don't care what you say, but I'm angry. No, you're not. You're hurt. You're frustrated. Your dad's an asshole. I don't know. You hate your job and you blame the world for having it. Quit. Do something different. How much money do you need? Figure it out. Get an exit plan. Go get, you know, apply. Oh, it's COVID. There's people hiring everywhere. Move to the mountains. Get a tiny home. Buy an RV. I don't know. But answer the calling that's inside of you because you know what? God made you different. God made you special. You were born into this life to not be part of the wheel, a spoke, meant to be special. You are special. It's in there. Do I meet people who are not special? Do I know people who are not special? Of course I do. They're just, you know, they're more like the pawns. They're, they're the bouncing pieces of the pinball game. That sounds shitty, but it is what it is. We can't all, you know, we can't all be Cleopatra in every past life. And so what I'm talking about in, in anger The same holds true for happiness. Happiness is a result of being heard, feeling understood, connection, watching love in action or being a part of love in action, keeping a promise to yourself. Can you feel that? Can you feel these things when I'm saying them to you? Because I can feel them so I know that you can too. Rewind that. 10 seconds. Back loop. Being heard. Feeling understood. Connection. 
love in action, keeping a promise to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Good stuff. That's like soup on a cold Sunday night right there, people. And so happiness, there's no such thing. Happiness is happiness is sprinkles on the cake. It's not the damn cake. It's like how we express ourselves. You put white pearls on the top of a cake, it's a wedding cake. You put red, yellow, and blue, it's a birthday cake. It's the same damn cake. It's just how you express it. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> and so, how are you making your cake? Coming out is happiness. But figure out how it got there. What are you doing to make yourself happy? My mom, she texted me this morning and she said, twice, actually. I haven't responded yet. And it's quarter to one here and I still haven't responded. But she said, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And I literally have no idea. I literally have no idea how to respond to that. Isn't that so weird? Because I'm always pretty much the same. I'm always doing good. Always. I made $12.50 an hour working at a law firm, and I was happy. And now I'm doing this, and I'm happy. Because it's the expression of what's going on inside. And as long as I'm allowed to authentically be me, you're going to see the expression of happiness. I'm going to feel the expression of happiness. I, I get sad, I guess. I feel sad for things. I've had depression. I mean, I'm going to do a whole series on suicide and suicidal thoughts and suicidal feelings. I've been there, people. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what that was all. That's, you know what? That's being stifled. That's being shut down. That's being put in a box. That's being misunderstood, not seen, not heard, shut me down. I can get there in two seconds. Or at least I could. Think about that. Suicidal thoughts, depression. Isn't that the anti-self? The result of not being allowed to express? Now, granted, I am not talking about, or maybe I am, I don't know, clinical depression, where it's just chemical, your, your you know, neurotransmitters and your serotonin levels are off and you can't get there no matter what you do. But I will tell you, if someone told me that I can't do this, be me, express, emote, be, cook, whatever it is, that I had to, I don't even know what. I don't know how to go backwards. Yeah, I'm going to get depressed. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to get small. I'm going to get tiny. I'm going to get in the box. Because I'm dying. I would be dying. And maybe that's what depression is. It's dying. Maybe it's pieces of yourself slowly dying off because you're not living authentically. You're living for someone else, someone else's approval or clapping or someone else's happiness, someone else's joy, someone else's label of good, acceptable, beautiful, thin enough, 
smart enough. And so when we try to put our soul into someone else's box of acceptable, I don't think you can help but die it inside a little bit and get depressed because your soul doesn't know what the hell's going on. Your soul's like, whoa, wait, what? I don't know. What are you doing? I'm, we're, this isn't the life we're supposed to live. And so here comes depression knocking on your door, trying to steer you back to happiness or the expression of such. Do you see how that steering wheel is working? I think of this often because I know, I know that I'm good at what I do. I know that. And so I look at this, oh, okay, I, I remember being a secretary at the law firm and I would write letters to clients and forget the R on the word your. And if Kathy is listening, she knows she probably circled 700 U's to put the R on it when I worked there. And so I wasn't really great at that. And there's other things that have steered me to get to where I'm at today. And all of those steering wheels of, quote, failure or lack of success or inability to type the letter R got me to here. So maybe maybe depression is a sign of the same thing. Maybe it's just a steering wheel. Maybe anger is a steering wheel to say, dude, clean up your shit. You got issues. You're angry all the time. You're surrounding yourself with the wrong people. You're not being seen. They're not hearing you. They're not appreciating you. You're not living your authentic life. You're living someone else's dream. And when we do that, and our soul, our soul inside of us, our spirit, that which makes us us, okay? Because remember, the brain and the thoughts, that's out there from family, friends, church, school, social media, the news, books, right? That's the, that's the brain. And then there's the body, which we're just like checking out and we're just hanging out in. And then there's the spirit. And I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this coming up in the next episode or so, because it's super important that we listen to our inner calling. And so when you're, when you're listening to your inner calling, when you're in the zone and you feel the flow and you feel good and there's no anxiety and there's no depression and, and you're just doing it and you're going there and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, digging trenches or you're curing cancer or you're uh, whatever it is that you're doing, taking care of kids, making dinner, working three jobs, doesn't matter because you're in your flow and you're doing you as best as you can do it. And at least you're happy and at least you're, you know, being heard and being seen. And you're not having someone punch you in the face with their words or their actions or their fists or their expectations. And, and when you get there, and your soul, when your spirit shines and, and ignites and is listened to, when that calling is felt inside of you, that's when shit happens. That's when you go there. That's when all that, that noise stops, all that anger, the expression of, 
That's when you cannot be around people who are abusive. You can't. You won't be able to. I promise you. My kids know. I've told them. I cannot. You cannot talk to me badly. I, I will. I, I'll combust. I will die right there. I can't have it. I will not have someone treat me badly. The, uh, that's just the vibration that I let off. Never again. Life's too short. I will not be victimized. I won't do it. I'd rather live on a, you know, in a cardboard box by myself than have someone treat me badly. If you are in a bad relationship, if someone treats you badly, if you're being abused physically, sexually, emotionally, spiritually, it's because of the fact that something is inherently going on wrong inside of you, that you believe that you deserve to be treated badly. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. And let me tell you what, people, for the parents out there or people that will be parents one day, the way you talk to your kids, you're training them for their adulthood. So if you talk to your kids like shit, understand that so will their spouse because they will think that that's normal. They will think being talked to badly, shut down, ignored is normal. So you're just training your kids up for the spouse that they will have. Trust me. Some obviously go in an opposite direction. God willing, thank the Lord. They find that out on their own. They learn their inner self. But if you're in a bad relationship... That's spiritual suicide. You know, and then you wonder why you drink too much, turn to pills, drugs, want to check out. All checking out and drugs and alcohol and addiction is, all that is, is your soul running from itself. It's, I, I can't anymore with these people around me. That's what your soul's saying. Sweet Jesus, shut it down. I can't with this body. This person that I'm living inside of is making such bad choices and the people that they are surrounding themselves with and the situations that they are putting themselves in, I just can't anymore. So we're just going to turn it all off. Do you see the logic here, people? Do you see it? Do you feel it? And the faster you can find out what's really going on inside of you, that there's no such thing as anger anymore from this day moving forward, there's no more such thing as anger. No more, no more, no more, no more. It's bullshit. You're better than that. If you're listening to this podcast, you want more. You want to change your life. And if you want to change your life, you're never going to use the word anger ever again. Oh, my God, that's so exciting. I literally am so excited if you just never use the word anger ever again. And if you can even, which I'm going to use it a 100 times, so just be patient with me, use the word happiness and go, oh, my God, I feel seen right now. I feel heard right now. I feel connection with you today. I feel like you understand where I'm coming from. I feel like you respect my boundaries. I feel like you respect my story. Oh, my God. That's some changing life shit right there, people. Right? You're never allowed to use the word angry ever again. Go print that list. Find out what's in there. Pause. Look. Wait. How do I really feel? What am I really feeling right now? What am I feeling with my daughter, with my kid, with my spouse, with my friend, with my family, with myself? Did I break a promise to myself? Am I blaming someone? All that's in there, guys. So I hope starting today, today, today's a new day, and we're going to actually find out how we're really feeling. 
Because what my goal is for each and every one of you is to find contentment, to wake up every day and be content no matter what you're doing. I don't care if you're working at McDonald's or you're a lawyer or you're living on a mountain or in the city. The only person you're lying to is yourself. The only person that you're wasting their time is your own. So thank you guys so very much for listening. I really appreciate you coming and sharing and commenting and leaving reviews and stars and all that good stuff. I so, so, so appreciate you because I will tell you that this is a lot of fun for me. And I and I know that I'm reaching more people than I could in a one-on-one appointment. And I love that about this. So please share this podcast with your friends and family. If you know someone that needs to hear this message today, if you need to listen to this 10 more times, please do so. Because it takes it takes a minute to reprogram this stuff. This is some big stuff. And I know that. I know these are huge habits that you're changing. And so be patient with yourself. Be soft with yourself. Give yourself a hug. Go for a walk. Do some stretching. Drink lots of water. And I will see you right back here next week. Thanks again for listening. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.